Worship Center. Lots to talk about. Hello there. I hope y'all are having a good evening. It's raining. It's 69 degrees, 68 degrees. It's really cool. I say it is a beautiful, it's beautiful. Okay, I know all of your gardens are going ah. And not only are your gardens going ah, but you know, tomatoes are coming. Amen. And I and to that note, there's somebody I'm certain he's tuned in, or if he's not, he will be shortly. We're looking forward to some tomatoes. That's right. We put our request in. We're looking for some tomatoes and some peppers. And Jimmy and Pete are watching. And see, thank you for everybody that's watching. Joe Beach is watching. Deb. Debbie Hall. I tell you, it's great to have people watching us. Man, we have such a, just such a tuned in group of uh, congregants here that they it's show wonderful. up. It is. It's wonderful. They show up. They tune in. They do the work. It's, it's, it makes it so much easier to, to show up here every other It's Wednesday. a privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege. Well, we had lots going on here at Believer's Worship Center over the last couple of weeks. All of it good. Some of it stressful, but all of it good. And we're uh, we're going to expound on that this week. It's tickled its way into our topic. We're going to discuss marriage. marriage. And we're going to discuss it from a... Today point. Absolutely. And also the biblical point, which you naturally got to start off in Genesis. Yeah. Because whenever you start looking at exactly what the Bible says, it says, And then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And it says that they were both naked, the man and the wife, and were not ashamed. When you're married, you shouldn't be ashamed of each other. And you should be naked. Well, that's sometimes, but you know, you don't have to go down all that rock cliff fast. But it does say that naked. marriage covers in other words, marriage covers a man and a woman to be intimate with each other and in wedlock. And it also says that there's some purposes of marriage. Yeah, so our purpose in bringing, bringing this up, obviously, uh, if you do your research, you'll find out that June is the most popular month in the, the, most. In the, in the state of uh, the United States here to get married. Um, not sure why that is weather, I, I suppose. I guess it's right after school and everybody, I think it really goes back to when everybody used to get out of high school and bam, if you get out of high school, you're going to get married. Well, in the state of Tennessee, the, the weather, I will say, is not any more ideal in June than anywhere else because no. we still sweat through it. But we, uh, we had the privilege as an organization to host our, uh, our first uh, wedding service yes. here this past, awesome. this past Saturday. It was awesome. Thank you to everybody who helped uh, pull that off. But also thank you to uh, the newly formed Kellers That's for right. allowing us uh, to be a part of your big day. It was a big deal for us. Congratulations. And uh, 
We had a couple of uh, folks celebrate uh, anniversaries this June, so some of us as members also play into the June popularity. Uh, this guy here last week celebrated 30 years of yes, wedded bliss. Thank you for all the texts, all the calls. Thank you for all the gifts. I really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts that we, you know, we've been married 30 years and it's not always been great and loving and sharing and I mean, really and truthfully, but the bad, good times outweigh the bad so, so many. Yeah. I mean, just by, you know, night and day, it's just unbelievable that the good times that we've been through outshadow the bad times. But I will tell you, I, I, you know, whenever Carolyn and I got married, we got married. Now, I will tell you funny about that. Yeah. Uh, we got married in six weeks. Told her family we had to get married in six weeks. They're still waiting for her to have the baby. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's a joke around the family, but at the same time, that's that's what we've been. You know, people think that, okay, you're going to get married that quick? There's, there's a reason. A, there's a reason. Yep. Well, Leslie and I are getting ready to celebrate 15, so we're exactly half behind well, there you. There you go. Uh, in about a week's time, we'll be 15 years of wedded bliss, and, and I'll, uh, I'll echo and build on what you said. It's not always been great. Uh, it's not always been... Uh, you know the the fairy tale romance, uh, but but we've come through, uh, and uh, and we've got a lot of good stories as part of that. And mm -hmm. I think uh, you know a lot that we get to share with folks. And so I'm excited to uh, to discuss the topic of marriage tonight. Like you said, not just from uh, you know the the traditional perspective of of hey somebody got married, right? But to dive in just a little bit deeper, we 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 get so superficial on on this topic. And as Christians, there's not a lot of not a lot of resource as mm -hmm. to what marriage is. I mean, I know most churches you you do these with uh, with folks that get married here. You do a little bit of, uh, of premarital counseling, which is right. good. Talk to people, uh, and always good for somebody with thirty years to be the one weighing in on you there. But there's not you know there's not a great book to go and, and dive in and find you know perspective on mm -hmm. on what this is. What am I signing up for? What are what are we going to do? And yeah, so mm -hmm. if we can do anything today. We'll, we'll kind of shed a little light on those. Well, and you know, the Bible's the best example because, the you know, the Bible says to love your wife like Christ loved love the, the church. church and gave himself for it. Yep. And a lot of people say they don't put that in there. But you've got to realize that Jesus loved us so much that he gave himself yeah. for us. So put yourself in that position. Somebody comes, and we can be honest with each other. Yep. I mean, I've told, uh, I've been preaching before. And I've told the congregation, somebody hurt Carolyn, I'm going after them. Yep. I'm not going after them to shake their hand. I'm not going after them to say, okay, I'm going after them to take them out. Yeah. And the problem is I love her that much that if somebody does something to her, I know I should forgive them, but I'll pray after I've done something. Sure. Because I, I really believe my job is to take care of her and protect her. And I can tell a lot by a man by when... Him and his wife or his future wife or girlfriend is walking on the sidewalk. If a man puts his wife on the inside and he's walking towards the road and he makes sure that she's not in danger, that's, that's a man. That's one of those unspoken like rules. rules. Yeah, Nobody's right. ever going to tell you to do that. But guys, if you're listening, do that's it. what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you know I think the the Bible calls men in general to be protectors 
And I don't, right. I mean, even if you don't read the Bible, which you should, but if you don't, I think it's still ingrained in most of us if we don't mm -hmm. get the, the manhood beat out of us, uh, you know, to be that protector. But it's a special calling to a husband to, to go above and beyond your normal, right. hey, don't be on this side of the sidewalk. Because it does, not only does it say that we have to, to, to give ourselves up as Christ did for the church. I mean, there's no, you know, no greater sacrifice than That's to right. say, hey, I will take her place as he did for us. But also, I mean, he defended the church. That's right. Let's not forget, I mean, he got a little, he got a little violent That's every right. now and then. Exactly. And, you know, a man is a man and they should make sure that they take care of defending the home. Yes, not just not just his wife. That's where it starts is is the wife and the mother. But you know, it's the same thing with kids because you want them to grow up, and you want to be a good example of what a man should be and what yep. a what a wife should be and what a mother should be. One of the things that you know you may have a lot of funny stories that go along with marriage. Yep. Now I've been in some marriages that were just a hoot. I mean, I was marrying a couple in North Carolina, and the grandfather was a pastor, and he was supposed to pray, mm -hmm. and so he was about 83, 84 years old, and so he got up to pray, and he married him. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm sitting on the side. Starch out of what you were going to say, didn't he? I, I, I just stayed in the, you know, the mother of the bride, and all the family were going, no, 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 no. I said, just let him. Yeah, let him. Okay. So he ended up marrying me. And so what I did was pronounce a man and wife later, and then I signed the ticket and just so nobody else would know what was going on. Right. And and it just, just goes to show you that there's humor in marriages, but there's also certain times that marriages are sad. Sure. Like whenever somebody is getting ready to get married and somebody passes away, and they're not there to give them away or... You've had a tragedy before. Mm -hmm. I was reading something the other week that a uh, man and a woman got married, and the next week she passed away. I, and I, I read that. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. you know, that would just tear you apart. Yeah. But the guy was actually in the thing, said, I have strength in my Lord mm -hmm. so I can make it through this. And that's the biggest difference. But, you know, one of the things about marriage is give and take. Yep. We always say that joke about, you know, when I got married, everything that was mine was hers and everything that was hers is hers. <laughs> in other words... Pretty sure that's how it works per, in my place. Per, pretty sure that's how it works out. But it is a 50-50, not only in material things, but in life. Yeah. It's give and take. It is. And, and you know, the, the old adage is always give more than you take. And, and I think mm -hmm. that that's true because if, especially in my marriage... Uh, rarely have, have we had the opportunities to be 50-50. Right. And a lot of times it's been 70-30. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's... We, we get hung up in today's deal all, all the time on it should be 50-50. I'm equal to you, 50-50. Mm -hmm. But in a in a evolving relationship, in right. order to do 30 years, at some point, you're going to have to be willing to do the, the 70 and all accept right. the 30. I will tell you that the way we've made it so far is I don't argue. I will not have an argument with my wife. She can tell you that in 30 years I've never had an argument. We've had some disagreements, mm -hmm. but if it gets beyond that, I walk. 
because I want to talk to the Lord before I do something I'm afraid of. Yeah. Or I do something I'm scared that I might do. So, you know, a lot of times you have to get to the place to where you're saying, I'll deal with this later. Yep. And a lot of people today, the reason so many problems happen is because we're in a heated moment and we say stuff we should. Man, but we I can't take you know, it back. But don't you think that comes from that? There, that comes from a place of, of, of real maturity. Yeah, because that's not just in marriage. No, it's in life. That's in life in general that's right. too. I, I will tell you, this was interesting. Um, I, I do a lot of reading, as do you, throughout mm-hmm. the, the week, and, and I just read um, a book called Real Marriage, and it was, 90% of it is about the sexual relationship in, in marriage, right. but it also, it, you can't deal with that without dealing or discussing the, the rest of the marriage compact, Right. and so they were, they were talking about the idea of submitting Obviously, the Bible says, you know, wives submit to your husband. Right. Yeah. But the entire concept of that is, is like you said earlier, is, is submitting to one another. Right. And so they were discussing decision making. And I would love to have your take on this. The, the, the very misogynistic, you know, folks out there would have you believe that in order for a wife to submit to her husband, she has to follow every single thing he says. Nah. That, right? That's not, that's not the way we do that's things. That's not the way I understand it. And, and, <laughs> and in this book, it outlined you know, three different ways that you can make decisions. And one of them that I wanted to key on with here, especially with you, is the, the one they promote in their book mm-hmm. was that the husband will, when, when a couple is presented with something and a decision has to be made, a husband will prayerfully make that decision. And he will take into account any objections that his wife has made. Mm-hmm. Any, hey, yeah, buts, or did you think about that, that she presents? And then it's his duty to take those thoughts, those, those you know, objections, take them back and pray about them and right. see if God will change his mind. Right. And man, like, that's just a process that I, I had not considered because that gives... You know, that gives equal say to everybody. Right. I've often heard it said this way. Yeah. Whenever you're making a decision, Mm -hmm. you've got 50, she's got 50. Yep. But if it's a tie, the tie goes to the Lord. Yeah, that's a great way of saying it. In other words, if y'all can't come to an agreement, then sleep on it. Yep. Pray about it. One of you will figure out what actually needs to happen mm-hmm. and a lot of times when you go off and do stuff just on a whim saying well I'm not going to listen to her or I'm not going to listen to him I'm just going to go ahead and do it you pay for it down the road Yeah, not necessarily uh, disagreeing with each other but life happens right those circumstances, those will, circumstances come will come back and bite you yeah. so what I'm saying is 50-50 yep. we do we talk things out we agree now it's different with me being a pastor. Sure. Because there are times that I can't do things. There are times I can't. Mm-hmm. But she understands that. Now, does it make it hard sometimes? Yes. Does she have to go to some things on her own? Yes. But at the same time, there's other things just like, you know, stuff like this, you know, if you need a vacation, we go on vacation every year. 
I'm going to unhook from my regular job and I'm going to unhook from the church. And I know that's Carolyn's doing. That, that is Carolyn. That's a, I agreed with it. Yep. One week a year I unhook. Yep. And I'm talking unhook where I don't answer my phone. You talking about I, go out of range of everything. I'm out of everything. <laughs> and so she gets a whole week. Now, last year I had to have some understanding. She was having some health yep. problems. But the thing about it, I loved her enough to where we had probably the best vacation we've had in a long, long time because we took care of each other. But at the same time, I wasn't worried about work. Yeah. It took me a day and a half to unhook. I mean, I'll admit to that because well, I, work con I work constantly. Yeah. But at the same time, once I unhooked, it was great. I read some book books I hadn't been able to read. Mm -hmm. I, I ate more than I should have. I, I, you know, enjoyed myself. But at the same time, there comes a time when you have to agree on, okay, Life happens, yep. but me and you are going to get away and just have some us time. Yeah, I, I think couples, whether they be you know thirty-year couples or, or two-year couples or uh, four-day couples at this point, <laughs> yeah. I think often it, it gets missed how important it is to dismiss the rest of everything else right. and get back to you know the oneness that the marriage ceremony talks about being with right. one flesh and. Taking that time to to tune the world out, even if it's your kids, yes, it's okay. We're telling you, tune the kids out. You know, get a babysitter, have a date night. I, I had a preacher tell me all the time that hey, one date night a week yep. is way cheaper than a divorce attorney. That's exactly right, and and you know that comes back to the original reason marriage was instituted. Yeah, it so was, so go into that. I was, well, the, the purposes of marriage. Well, one of the main purposes of marriage was companionship. Yep. God knew man was alone. Yep. He couldn't make it on his own. For all you guys out there that think you're the it and you know, you you hung the moon, you, you do it all. Lone wolf. Yeah. You realize that God instituted companionship because Adam was lonely. Yep. And it wasn't right for him to do it alone. Companionship is the first perfect person purpose of marriage. The Lord said it wasn't good for him to, but God designed marriage so that man and woman could have what? A close relationship, yeah. not a separate relationship. That's where the world today is driving us and mm -hmm. driving a wedge in. They're telling everybody, okay, you can be married and be separate. Yeah. You can have all your things, you can have all your things. I'm sorry, but I will make this confession with me and Carolyn and everything. We don't have his and her bank accounts. No. We have joint. Yep. In other words, I tell her what everything happens. She tells me everything that's going on. It's a joint thing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a companionship, and we're supposed to go off each other. Marriage is where man and wife come together and live life together. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that, that oneness, which is, uh, you know, in, in any ceremony, and in the ceremony Saturday, we, we had the, the, the candle lighting ceremony, right? which symbolizes the, the oneness coming together mm -hmm. of, of one flesh. I think that's more than, than just, you know, in, in the bedroom and in the companionship area. I mean, oneness is, is everything. Right. You're, you're one in your bank account. You're one in your representation into things. You, you're one everywhere. Right. And, and Leslie and I, I know are the same way. We, of course, we run two small businesses, yep. but all of the funds that go to us 
go to the same account. But here, this is interesting. I want to cue on this with you again. You said, you know, we both go in there 50-50, yeah. but one of you manages that. We do. I do. You do. I do. So uh, if she, really, she contributes and puts money in it, now I use it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Carolyn. She's going to get me for that one. But, but, uh, yeah. so, but if Carolyn were, say, a CPA, mm -hmm. right, or a bookkeeper, you would defer to her in that. I'd let her have it. I Absolutely. I don't want to do it. I need to do it because I've just done the bills. I mean, you know. I, well, I, and being in business the way to your acumen, that's, that's, that's what where your skill set is. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the same, same with us, right? Mm -hmm. But I also, I know firsthand when it comes to, to anything health-related, don't ask me, right? Right. I don't even take the kids to the doctor anymore because I don't know what they're asking me anymore. Mm -hmm. But my wife, that's her acumen. That's where you know she comes in at it. And of course, as we're building this house, that, I don't know what that. Well, you're you're biting off a lot whenever it's that stress. Yeah. And all the stuff that goes on with it. But see, I deal with contractors. Right. When it's when it's decorators, yeah. that's not me. Yeah, I'm not going to decorate. So Karen will tell you. In fact. <laughs> Yeah, she will tell you straight up. You're not allowed. I to don't. Right? I'm not allowed. Yeah. I mean, we'd have purple rooms, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just I'm not allowed to put pillows out. I'm yeah. not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to do that. I mean, you know, we had a discussion about. I'll, I'll go ahead, now, Carolyn, if you're watching it. I'm sorry, but we had a discussion about the cushions for the back deck. Oh gosh. We bought cushions. Yeah. And we've been keeping them put up. And they're waterproof, so so we we bought some covers, yeah, so we could leave the cushions out. Guess what? All the storms come through that night. Carolyn come in and said, "Did you move one of the covers?" I said, "Nope." She said, "It's gone." It's gone. Yeah, it, there's no telling where the cover is. But at the same time, it's because we had a discussion yeah. where we bought the covers. Now we're going to have to buy better covers yeah. because they're too light. So. We learn stuff. You do. And, and I think that, you know, the, the point I, I guess I'm illustrating there is this, this constant idea of 50-50. Of 50-50 mm -hmm. doesn't mean 50-50 in all things at all times. No, no. So you pull your weight, but I know Carolyn does more in the kitchen than you do. Uh, yes, till I got my air fryer. Well, I'm uh, sorry. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm an air fryer freak. Man. I'm not counting the air fryer as kitchen skill. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. You got to take the meat. I, you yeah. got to prepare the meat. You got to put it in the I'm air not, fryer. I'm not, not downgrading your air fryer. Last skills, night man. I did pork chops, pork chop steaks. Have you ever had those pork chops? I have. Oh my god! But anyway, <laughs> pork chop steaks, yeah. vegetables, steamed vegetables, eating healthy, and. We had a small serving of instant potatoes, and we uh, split it. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, we're splitting a lot of stuff because it's better to eat that way. Okay. But at the same time, I just, you know, I did that because she had had a rough day. See? I'd been on the, I'd traveled, I got That's home, right. I felt like, okay, we're going to thing out. And then she did the dishes. Now see, there is your 50-50. That's, that's it. It it's may not wonderful. be a complete distribution of things, but it's still no. everybody had their give and take, and, mm -hmm. I, and I love that. So let, let's we got a couple more minutes, and obviously we could go into this topic oh. all of it. And maybe maybe we continue it on in, in two mm -hmm. weeks when we come back and get some feedback from We uh, could, from especially if they put some questions in. Let's do that. I let's mean, challenge how do some they questions. Do it? 
you know, what would you suggest? I mean, yeah. we, we could even talk about some problems, not today. Say, well, well, let's do this. Anonymously, yeah. come to, you can send your anonymous questions to info at bwcsmyrna.org. There you go. And let's just ask the questions about marriage that have been burning inside of you that you want to know. Should I tell my husband this? My wife won't do this. I'm, I've heard this. and Send it all to us. We'll talk about them and answer them on, on the podcast the next time. Before we go, I want to take this opportunity, and you got 30 years. 30 years. So tell us, you know, parting shots for everybody. What's the best thing you've learned, best thing you can share with somebody? Three rules. Three rules. Yeah. Love like you love yourself. That's hard. But... Love your wife and love your husband like you love yourself. You don't want to be treated bad. Don't treat them bad. Second rule is compromise. Don't always think you're the winner. There's always a winner and a loser, and you don't really want to make her a loser. Uh, compromise. And the third thing, don't go to bed mad. They say, that's yeah, that's an old rule. No. You go to bed mad, you wake up mad. You go to bed not talking to each other. We've got a rule in our house, and I mean, I, you know, we kiss every night before we go to sleep. And then I thank the Lord and I pray for her. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. It's it's just those three simple rules. And, and you know, it's, it's a lot of compromise. Yeah. I mean, you're not outright all the time, but it's a lot of just keep your mouth shut, Ivan. Yes. And, and just, just let it ride. I mean, you know, Boy, there are some... That could solve more <laughs> divorce crises right there if the right. advice and is just keep just, your mouth shut. And it's not just the husbands. No. But some of the wives, and I'm going to get petty here, but some of the wives beat their husbands... Oh, with verbal, you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah. And I'm just saying, just compromise. Say, you know, I love you. Sure. Every day I tell her I love her. When I'm traveling, she's the last person I talk to before I go to, go to bed. Uh, that's just not a habit. That's a got to. You choose to do I that. I choose yeah. to do that. And, and I just, you know, 30 years, ups and downs, more yep. ups than downs. But you just love, I, you know, you just have to love each other. So, okay. as I'm approaching 15 years, I thought about this this week when we decided this would be yep. our topic. And the biggest thing that I can think of is I feel like we always talk about the seven-year itch in marriage. Mm -hmm. That's an old deal. And I think the reason it's a seven-year itch is because for the first five or six years, you can kind of white-knuckle your way through that. Yeah. A lot happens and you just kind of make it through. But if you, if you go beyond that, I feel like that's when marriage begins to be something you actually have to work on and work at. And I know for Leslie and I, we've done a lot of, uh, you know, we, we talk with other couples, yourself included. Uh, we read a lot and we're willing to say maybe we don't know it all. We don't. And other people might actually have something to, to look at there. But on the flip side of that, I also say be brave enough to not compare your marriage and your relationship against what you else. think it should yep. be based on yep. everybody else's because you're only going to ever see the skin deep 
the skin you don't see them at home that's it you see them out somewhere you know dinners or that church or whatever i will tell you this can i end on a joke do it okay i've been married 30 years that's 210 dog years okay (laughs) it's a long time time there's a man there's a man sitting at his breakfast eating and he's crying and his wife comes in and said Honey, he says, why are you crying? He said, well, you know, today, 20 years ago, your daddy called us making out in my car. And he, you know, he told me either we get married or I go to prison because you were underage. He said, I'm crying because I got out today. <laughs> no, okay. That's been the end of my oh, Just thought I didn't know that. Uh, that's it for us, guys. <laughs> Listen, next week, send us your, not next week, two this weeks, week, send yeah. us your questions, and we will answer them here live on the podcast, and feel free to uh, send us. That's it. Info at bwcsmyrna.org, and if you're looking for a church home or somewhere to, uh, to come grow your relationship with God and the godly people, we're here at 5237 Murfreesboro Road in College Grove, Tennessee. Come and join us. We're having fun. Amen. Lots going on. Guys, we'll see you Sunday. Thank you for watching. See you later.